Advised as discretion listener, Ghost Seth's Grandpa and Birthmark Shamrock, Cocktails Maltov, Nilbog, Sandwiches Bologna Decker Double, Sacks Burlap in Goblins Vegan, Situations Mature, Language Adult, contains episode this. Episode 22. You don't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spire Can We Review. This is your host, Zan. How are you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. And as usual, as you can tell by that voice, we have with us... Timbo. Nice to see you. Yep. And also we have... Belchan. Ah, uh, yes. Belchan. And we have a special guest today. Someone we've been talking about for quite some time. And you are, sir... Odie McConnell. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Yes, uh, we've been hinting about your, well, upcoming endeavor, your little project you're working on. Ah, uh, yes, I'm making a movie called Kung Fu and Titties, and uh, the website is not up yet, but you can go on Facebook, just, uh, you know, type in Kung Fu and Titties and learn some info about the movie I'm going to be making in 2011, which will come out in 2012. Low budget, but great. Lots of Kung Fu, lots of titties. And that <laughs> sounds awesome. And that is why it's going to be, well, I'll definitely go and check it out. And... For those of you who don't know or are listening for the first time, welcome. Spock and Side that provides information and reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives, a.k.a. movies, books, or other things, depending on the, what you're listening to. This is the movie review, so obviously we talk about movies. We're here to make sure that you don't go to any of your local blockbuster, Redbox, and you see a title, or you see the nice, shiny jacket copy that looks so pretty, and you say, ooh, I want to buy this movie, or rent this movie, and you get it, and it sucks. It's our job to make sure that you don't spend your hard-earned money on crap. Unless we want to torture you. <laughs> like maybe tonight. <laughs> yes. And you can check out our website, www.sparkin.com. You can email us at sparkinmovie at gmail.com. Timbo at sparkin.com. Belchan at sparkin.com. Mm-hmm. And Zan at sparkin.com. Yes, I finally paid the $7 to get the dot-coms. Yes. If <laughs> you listen to our Tron episode, you'll know we've talked about that. So... Either way, we should get into the topic. Oh, what am I saying? I completely forgot. You can also call us 206-350-8462, and you can also check out our forum, which is sparkin.darkbbs.com. All this crap is inside of the show notes. Just look on it if you have iTunes. It's all written there painstakingly. Actually, I just copy and paste. Anyway, so how are you guys doing today? <laughs> Not bad. Awesome. 
uh, brains not have drained out since after watching that. <laughs> yeah, every, every time I watch Troll 2, I want to fall asleep. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a grueling movie to sit through it's, more than once. And it's so short, too. <laughs> it's great, though. It it's great. But feels it's like it's... It takes an eternity to watch. It takes him an eternity to eat, so... It yeah. feels like having, like, a pillow fight when you're, like, eight years old, <laughs> but for two hours. And you're just exhausted. You don't know why you're so exhausted. Because someone's been beating you in the face with a giant pillow for two hours straight. Yeah. Yep, yeah, very true. Yeah, it feels like being brainwashed. One of us! One of us! Uh, so... I should get into emails and other things, but you know what? Fuck it. We will just go right into the review of, as you guessed, a horrible movie made in 1991, made by... What was his name? It's he not really he uses a pen name. He's an <laughs> Italian guy. Italian director. He uses uh, a fake name. Yeah, Drake Floyd, a.k.a. Claudio Fergasso, and it was paid for by a bunch of people we do... Well, they must have had money to burn. It just... <laughs> <laughs> Or was Oscar Mayer paid for it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, we'll get into our theories about Oscar Mayer and... Yeah, well, mummy, we sh- I want to fight the war on drugs. <laughs> Hillshire Farm, go meet. <laughs> yes. And starring a bunch of random people who... Who probably star in their local theater. and They, they were in their high school <laughs> Mask and Mom Society, and then obviously... The director just went to some high school and said, all right, give me everyone. Yeah. I want your whole crew for this one movie. Yes. And that movie is, as we said, Troll 2. Now, this movie, you probably caught it on your local TNT or sci-fi channel at 3 in the morning. It's quite possible. I don't even remember how I saw this movie the first time. I just remember it was 1993 or something and just... <laughs> Odie showed it to me. I had never heard of it beforehand, and he was like, "You have to see how bad this movie is." So, I watched it like the first time I saw it. I think was just watching TV one day when I was a kid, and then some Christmas, like ten years later, my brother got it for me, <laughs> and I was reunited with the glory of Troll Two. I started showing everybody. Yeah, well, it's a glorious movie, and well, let's just. As we did with this movie, let's just jump right in. Now, what is Troll 2 about? <laughs> um, not trolls. Yeah, it's, it's about goblins. It's not about trolls at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're goblins, and the movie starts out with... The this... guy running who has kind of like a German cap. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because it's all about Stonehenge, which would be in England, but let's not get into geography. Um... Basically, it's a, a fairy tale that is being told by Grandpa Seth to his young grandson, Joshua. And, uh, Grandpa Seth is dead. Yeah. But we don't know this at this point. Grandpa Seth is just telling his grandson a very nice and happy story about this guy getting killed by a bunch of midgets in burlap sacks. Yeah. The opening's like Princess Bride, but without Fred Savage or Peter Falk. <laughs> Grandpa Seth is telling his grandson a story. Would that would this be better with Peter Falk? <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have been better. So this guy is running from these goblins or whatever pe- people in burlap sacks, and uh, and he does a somersault and and flips, and then he hits his head, starts bleeding, and he starts bleeding from the front of his face, even though he hit the back of his head. But again, let's not get into a physics lesson. 
Or continuity lesson. <laughs> and then a beautiful girl with fake freckles comes out of the woods and offers him a bowl of what looks like used toothpaste. <laughs> and he starts eating it. And I would do that if some random person said, here, eat this. <laughs> and then he basically turns into green goop and gets eaten by the goblins. Yes, and it's the movie's that. It's if we really wanted to get into it, we could, but here's the basic premise in three sentences or less. Family goes to, like, a Mormon-esque town of Nilbog, scenically, on vacation. <laughs> the, the the town that time forgot, basically. <laughs> the town tries to kill him, led by Sheriff Gene Freak. And the guy, and who's they like want, the they reverend want them guy. to drink milk and eat green sandwiches, which turns them into plants, I guess. Plant people and then... <laughs> That's it. Then they, they're trying to escape. And no one believes the little boy, Joshua. And, and because Grandpa Seth is dead, he's the only one that sees him. And parents don't believe him that he that he exists, even though Grandpa Seth is giving them clues on how to survive. And, and they're all really hungry. They okay. haven't eaten in days. In two days. So they're <laughs> tempted with all these cheesecakes with green icing on top and corn on the cob with one strip of green butter, I guess. <laughs> Surprisingly, there's no no place to eat like around the area. There, there's just, there, like, nothing around. <laughs> it's practically a ghost town, except for like some of these like Midwestern creepy guys that just stand outside the general store and, and glare at people. <laughs> and it's like, how the hell do they even like? It's the whole town is after one family. Wouldn't they be fucking starving? I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's like, there's got to be people who hitchhike through the town. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll feed you." Like, why do they need this particular family? We don't know. Maybe that's their, their program. Yeah. It's like their exchange program. Yeah, that's what right. advertising. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that all right, the family is is house swapping with these people that they've never heard of, so they can live on a farm for a couple months. And live like the farmers do, apparently. And make their own butter. And make their own butter. Why? <laughs> Never I don't once have you seen animals. <laughs> no, no. There's the, like there's these no farms. Animals. There's no farm. There's no animals. There's no butter churning. There's nothing. It's and just. In the it's beginning, just a, the dad's like, "Let's live like our ancestors," and they show up. They're not living like your ancestors. <laughs> no, it's just like a regular house. There's it's a no. Ghost town, <laughs> there's no. There's no work to be done. There's no animals. It's like living in a cave. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, how how do they even try to do this? So. I mean, what I'm trying to say is, I don't understand the the reasoning for wanting to. Was it because Grandpa Seth died and they were sad about it, so they wanted to get away? I don't. I don't know. It just. Why would you move into somebody's house who you have no idea? I think this is before Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> this is all just cold calls. Yeah. Like, like some travel site was or travel brochure yeah. place. Is yeah. Like, oh, here. Swap with this lovely family from this random town that no one goes to. It'll be great. You'll have a wonderful time there. Where do they, I mean, where are they going to come up, like, and say, hey, come on to Nilbog. You can, we'll swap houses with you. I mean, I've seen, what is it, uh, what was that movie we saw with Jack Black? Uh, 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 the Holiday. Where they had a wife, they had a house swap, and it kind of it makes sense that now because you just go on the internet, and you can see the house, and you could talk to people. This is like literally you have no idea where you're going into. You could be going into like a little shack, <laughs> and you're giving up your your nice like suburban home. I don't know, it's just it's crazy. You come back, they change the locks, and they're like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you keep my shit hole. <laughs> but you think if there was no cars around or anything, that they just leave. <laughs> yeah, or no, or no restaurants. Yeah, there's no restaurants, no stores, nothing's open. 
It's like, uh, let's go the other way. And another major plot hole is like, if you ever went on vacation as a kid for a long period of time, your mom and dad packed food. And you yeah. would bring food. You don't yeah. show up with no food. <laughs> and then find out that there's no grocery stores or no restaurants around. Yeah. But I don't get it. When he, they were in the car, she offered him a sandwich, and they didn't have any food after that. And he said, do you want a sandwich? Yeah. And he said, Because no. <laughs> they well, all ate sandwich. it. They ate it all. They ate it all on the way. Because <laughs> they're all fatty, fatty, fat people. But then they get to the... They, so they... so they, Yeah, they had food in the car, and then they get to the place, and then they're all of a sudden starving. Like, they haven't, they, like they haven't eaten in days. <laughs> and then Grandpa Seth comes along and snaps his fingers and makes... Joshua pee on all the food so that the, <laughs> so the family can't eat, can't eat it. Yeah. Yes, because they make goblin food, which, again, another thing. How do they... They make fake fruit. It looks like the real fruit. Yeah. yeah. But they make sandwiches. It's green <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Should have made just a bowl of fruit. It's like green jam smushed in between two pieces of bread. <laughs> yeah. And then they have red and green and blue Kool-Aid. And what does it do? It makes you sweat green out of your forehead makes you tired? Yeah. So that you're weak so the witch can either eat you or turn you into a milkshake or a tree? Yeah, exactly. There's a witch. <laughs> oh yes, we forgot. There's a witch in this too. She, she's the ancestor of, of these druid people from Stonehenge and she has part of Stonehenge in her house and her name is Credence something something something. I am Credence Leonor Guild of ancient druid origins. My ancestors came from Stonehenge. And she overacts. Greenwater or something? Yeah, yeah she water. overacts yeah. the whole movie. Yes, and she has herpes lips through half of it. <laughs> and they probably... She was either completely insane and they got her from a mental institution, or she was humping the director, and and he was, you know, really letting her... Loosening the leash on her acting prowess. She was like, do what you want. Really, this is your film. Go for it. How do you know it wasn't both? It could have been both. Yeah. He's like, hey, you... I'm a suave Italian director. I pick up chicks at mental homes. They're so easy. <laughs> I make you a star. Is it between her or the mother? Oh, the, oh, the mother. But the with mother the, with, the, crazy with the vacant eyes. eyes. Yeah. <gasps> and, her, and her dialogue like... I am sad too because I am his daughter. <laughs> We're all sad about Grandpa Seth being dead. Your father said, your sister said, and me, his daughter. I am sad too. Come on. No one talks like that. She's a robot. I don't even think this one in Razzie, I don't think. Uh, no. <laughs> if I don't it does that bad. I, I actually would like to just watch the movie again right now. Just to see, just to count the crazy eyes. How many crazy eyes are in the movie? Because everywhere you turn, some character is giving you the crazy yeah. eyes. It's Including some of the goblins. Some, most of the goblins have these like sunken in dark eyes that you can't see. And then there's like two or three of them that just have like these like bug eyes that just stick straight out. And it makes no sense. Why, why don't the goblins all look the same? Because maybe they're different families, or maybe... Why, why am I finding Why am I finding logic in this movie? Never mind. Point taken away. Oh, oh, and I just remembered. We completely forgot the daughter is possibly gay because she punched him in the nuts. The gay boyfriend? boyfriend. Are you nuts? He tried to turn me into a homo? So, 
so after the mother... Oh, we have to go over the workouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to go back. All right. We have so... to backtrack to the workouts. <laughs> you have a point. That's a great scene. So, so, all right. So after Joshua is getting told the story by his grandpa, his mother comes in, and, and as she walks in, she says, Joshua, why are you still awake? And he, he said, Grandpa Seth was telling me a story. And then he catches himself because Grandpa Seth is dead. But as as it shows the room, the chair is, like, moving like somebody was just sitting in it. So, and the mother just has no clue. She doesn't even notice. But, so, she, then she decides to go into the daughter's room and check on the daughter. And the daughter's on a workout bench, like, bench in, in pressing. A in a leotard. And it's just, like, full, like, camel toe business going on. And she's sweating way more than she needs to be. Because she's been working out for like four hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she just keeps she going. She works <laughs> out all night. Bench pressing They're all sweating through the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's no air conditioning in this movie at all. So her boyfriend and his friends are like climbing up a ladder to come see her. In, and uh, they actually pick the wrong room and open Joshua's. They're up at Joshua's window. And he screams and then they freak out. And then they go to her room, and he climbs in through the window, and you get the best line of the movie, I, I, in my opinion. If my dad were here, he'd cut off your little nuts and eat them. <laughs> or, your, or your tiny nuts yeah. and eat them. If my father discovers you here, he'd cut off your little nuts and eat them. <laughs> Which is just uncalled for. And, and, and he tries to make out with his girlfriend after she's been working out for hours and she's so sweaty. Yeah. She probably smells disgusting. awful. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, He's got this weird... These Italians have these weird fetishes. <laughs> it's like, you will come in and you will... She's so hot and sweaty and you will love her. You want to kiss her. Uh, at least we, part of part of this movie, I, I believe there was a there was also being a, a porno being shot. Like there's a couple parts where it's just set up for porno, and then they just cut to the next scene. So like there was there must be porno cutouts of this movie where like in Italy there's yeah. a porno called Troll Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Italy, like they have like the director's cut, and it's just like because there's a couple scenes that just are you, you look and you're like, wait a minute. There was definitely people having sex, and, yeah. it, and it's not just men and women. It's it's men and men. Yeah, because there's a guys waking up. Yeah, one there's scene. two dudes waking up in bed next to each other with no shirts on. There's got to be something going on there. In, right? a, in, in an, an army. <laughs> yeah, in and an army. He runs out putting his shirt on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> the popcorn scene. And the popcorn scene. It's a dude and and the witch lady like basically. Going down on a corn on the cob together, which, which is not the sexiest. <laughs> if you're going for a fruit, you go with a carrot, you go for a banana. Why? And then all the popcorn just being thrown at them while they're yeah, while they're chewing yeah. the, while they're chewing the corn. It's just, I guess it's just so hot that popcorn just starts filling the RV. <laughs> no, again, uh, this movie okay. has no logic. No. <laughs> all, right. all right, we got to backtrack again. I so guess they're, so they're driving to Nilbog. Yes. And, and the boyfriend and his friends are driving in the RV as well. While wearing short shorts and watching really bad TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the best parts of the movie are what they're watching on TV, because it's just absolutely ridiculous. One show they're watching is, like, it's a gorilla, or a guy in a gorilla suit doing something, and then he tries to rip his face off, and then he, he, and then he shoots up into the sky like a rocket. It doesn't make any sense. And then later on, they're watching some show, and it's just a bunch of cave people just dancing, like, just not like, not with each other. They're just kind of like looking at the screen and dancing. That should have been the movie. That should have been the movie. But 
they're driving along and they get to the house and immediately the family you see them and they're kind of strange. They're weird. Yeah. They just switch. They swap keys, and the the father, the one family, just walks away straight to the car, and the father's like, "You'll really enjoy our house. We have all the appliances that you'd like." And a refrigerator. You'll have a great time. And then they pull away. Yeah. And a little kid throws a ball which says, Eat up before we eat you. And, and <laughs> alright, plot hole number two. Alright, a kid throws a, a softball with that written on it. And, and, the, and the kid picks, Joshua picks it up, looks at it, and then throws it away. Why would you not th- show that to your parents? If you've been having nightmares about goblins. Yeah. And talking to your dead <laughs> grandpa. And he's telling you that goblins are going to eat your family. We don't know. So they go in, and then there's like this whole feast prepared. And that goes into the part where Joshua has to pee on it all. Yeah. And then we move on from there. <laughs> and from there on, it just goes, next day, they're starving, they go to the general store, which is closed for sermons. Yes, yep. which which is in some creepy warehouse that's, like, abandoned, and they're sitting on folding chairs. People in folding <laughs> <Yeah>. chairs. <laughs> While the, this preacher guy um, is talking about talking, sausage. Yeah, sausage and, and hot dogs and, and, and hamburgers and how awful they are. And how humans are gross because... What was it? They have we have dirty bladders. Yeah. <laughs> we have smelly we bladders <laughs> because we eat meat. We have all we all have smelly bladders. So <laughs> and the, and the townsfolk are sitting there like cringing. Like, yeah, ah. yeah. So and ironically, in the church, the family who we're leaving to your house is there. <laughs> this yeah. is day later, like yeah. So, <laughs> so Joshua gets in there and he and he's like spying on him and he gets caught. And in one of the best scenes ever, the, the preacher guy just reaches up through the floor and basically puts him in an iron claw. <laughs> <laughs> grabs him by the temples. And the father catches them and says, What are you doing to my son? We were just giving him ice cream. And they're all like, look like they're going to kill him. And, and it like, was definitely not ice cream. That was trying mm-hmm. to force feed him old tapioca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with some with, cherries. With, and with, and like raisins. <laughs> raisins. So they escape. Oh, yes, the, well, yes, we forgot about that. Yes. Oh, yeah, we have to go back. Back again. <laughs> We're making more sense than this movie. <laughs> Which part? The Arnold. Oh, Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. We have to get to Arnold, and we yeah. have to get to the fact that after after Joshua pees on the dinner, the father grabs him, brings him upstairs, and then he reaches for his belt. And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it! What are you going to do to me, Daddy? He and says, you think he's going to beat him, and then he just tightens his belt. Tightening my belt by one loop so I don't feel hunger pains. And your sister and mother will have to do likewise. He's like, what are you doing, Daddy? I'm notching my belt one more notch, because I grew up and I I, I, I know what hunger pains are. And we're going to feel them. <laughs> so, no actual punishment there, but anyway. Yeah, so, um, so, so Arnold is one of the four gay roommates in the RV. Yeah, he's, he's very short... And he has a very large head. It's I don't I just don't even understand. Like it's and huge glasses. <laughs> yeah, and huge glasses. So he they're watching the show about the, the the monkey that shoots off like a rocket, and he decides that he's gonna go outside and have a cigarette. Oh, because he wants to look for the loose. Oh yeah, for the loose versions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they're trying to go hook the, up with the horny milk. nilbog virgins. That was what he called. Yeah. Them. So he goes out and he's having a cigarette, and 
which he's not inhaling at all. There's no chance he actually smokes, but... Um, some chick is running away, and she has green sweat on her face, and she's just running r- running away in pure terror, and he has to try to... He goes and runs and tries to catch her, and... <laughs> and he does catch her finally, and she's like, she's like, you're human. She can't believe that he's a human. So... And she asked him, are you a human? I mean, if, if I was a shape changer, I'd be like, yes, yes, I am a human. But, but he's like, no, what do you mean? He's like, if I was a shape changer, I would not look, make myself look like him. <laughs> it's just a poor depiction. But, so, the goblins are closing in on them, and for some reason... He tries to thwart them. He, he, yeah, he, he thinks they're, I guess, kids in, 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 in costumes or something, which... I don't understand how you would he, think he that. He thinks they're midgets with bad costumes and, yeah. on, and burlap socks. All right, you see, a, <laughs> you see a lady running in terror. Her clothes are ripped to shreds. She's running for her life, clearly terrified. And yet you, you're just like, oh, these, we'll just get rid of these kids. So, so they, the goblins just throw a spear at him. Through the air. <laughs> And it hits him right in the chest. <laughs> now, in one of the greatest scenes. <laughs> I'm sorry. If it if a spear hits you in the chest, I mean, in the chest, it's got to puncture a lung or your heart or something. No, he's he, he's fine. He's just bleeding, but he's he's fine. No problem. But those weren't even real spears. They're just like let's take a branch, let's kind of sharpen it, kind of half ass, then. <laughs> They run away to find a big church in the woods, and they go inside. And then the, wo- the woman just runs upstairs for no reason. <laughs> yeah, they're both in trouble. So this, they find the, the the witch lady, and she's like drinks. The, she, she's she's talking to him about like using herbal remedies or something. We don't they don't have doctors in the town. Which is why we think that Ronald Reagan was behind this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He he funded this movie because he wanted he wanted to suppress anyone using natural remedies because yeah. if you drink tea. Pretty much what they say: if you drink tea, you'll turn into a goblin food. <laughs> yeah, you'll turn yeah, into by goons. <laughs> so, and that's so why she, you should eat hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about you have to eat meat and fantastic and, marketing. It's genius. <laughs> so they, she hands him this like bubbling brew in these giant cups, and, and the girl drinks it, and immediately as she like takes this, I don't even think she swallows it. Immediately she starts gagging and wheezing and. And freaking out. And for some unexplained reason, she just decides to go up the stairs in the house. Instead of trying to leave the house and, like, run away again, she climbs the stairs. And at the top of the stairs, she starts turning into goop. She was going upstairs because she knew that's where the set was. Yeah. (laughs) I have to get to the next scene. (laughs) That's where they built it for the last week. So then the goblins start eating her goopy body, and the guy can't move all of a sudden, which is not explained either, because he doesn't actually drink the stuff, he's just standing there, but he's just all of a sudden locked in place, can't move, and we get to the next greatest line of the movie. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh my god! If you've gone that, should be, that should be a ringtone. <laughs> there probably is. It's all over 4chan. It probably, it probably is there. <laughs> probably so, another unexplained thing is, all right, he become he basically starts becoming a tree. 
But they, but they said that in, in the beginning that they become when they eat it they become like their favorite food just half plant half tree. But yeah. that was a creepy freaking scene when she takes a chainsaw to him and it's like this is only this is this isn't gonna hurt it's gonna tickle and he just starts laughing yeah, yeah. and she's cutting into yeah. with a chainsaw and it's making the noise of like actually cutting into a tree and. And he's just giggling. And how come there's only like one blender full of a milkshake? If it was a whole tree, that would yeah. that would make so many milkshakes go <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. She probably she makes a milkshake out of him and feeds it to his other friend, who and we don't even know what happens yeah, they, to the other they friends. They don't that. show anything. He just makes the milkshake, and that's pretty much it. And he just is stupid because he he listened to Sheriff Gene Freak. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's running along the street, and the sheriff comes up, and he's like, "Are you training?" "No, I'm just shopping." He's like, "Get in here, boy!" And he gives him a green sandwich, and the kid just eats it willingly. <laughs> what does it matter if he's training? I mean, if he was training, would he be like, "Okay, come on." <laughs> so they take him to the 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 general store, and the kid asks for coffee, and the guy's like, "That's the devil's drink," and and he won't give it to him. And he asks for eggs. And <laughs> yeah, eggs and bacon. Spits at him. Yeah. So all he gives him is this lumpy milk, and when he leaves, the guy, the yeah. random cowboy is standing there. And yeah. says, your friend Arnold told you to go to the church in the woods. He'll meet you there. Yeah. Okay, thanks, random cowboy. Yeah. And I don't know how I you trust know. You. I don't know how you know I'm with that guy, but okay. Yeah. But in the meantime, too, he's 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 not feeling well because he ate the sandwich, and then on the way to the place, he drinks the milk, and and then he spits it out. And then he tries to help Arnold by ripping his face off. Yeah, his face turns into bark, and he just rips his rips it off. Thanks. Then Arnold pukes up this black shit. Yeah, and then Arnold tells him to get him out of there, but he's in the he's in a, he's in like a clay pot, so so he has to try to drag him out. Which the guy's already not feeling well. Like, why not try to get something to break the pot? I don't know. I, I just, think he just <laughs> he knew he was well. Yeah. He's just lazy. Yeah. And then the witch comes out of nowhere and slaps him. I think she was keeping him as a pet or something, because, like, yeah. why was he in a pot? Or... Yeah, I think that was the, yeah, the idea. she was watering him. Yeah. 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 Green water. <laughs> so maybe she was keeping him as a so pot. So because he was trying to escape, she got mad at him, and that's why she yeah, turned him in the She wanted to keep him because he was annoying him. <laughs> so he could watch all his friends get eaten. Yeah. She made sure the bark was over his mouth so he couldn't talk anymore. Yeah, she's like, you don't have to talk anymore, baby. But I think they turned him into a milkshake because maybe they didn't want to pay him anymore. <laughs> they, they couldn't afford him. That's how you get rid of, get, get rid of your extra or the, actors. Or the props department needed, like, the, the half pot with two legs coming out of it. <laughs> so they had to fire him. That was the one good thing. Like the special effects on him as a tree aren't actually too bad for for a late '80s low budget movie. Those special effects were actually pretty good. Like there's like limbs coming out of his arm and and, and his legs are like turning into tree stumps. And veins are exposed. Yeah. So it it actually was kind of cool. It probably cost them way too much money, and it probably they had to film all those scenes with him in it like all in one day, and they had to finish them really quickly because probably cost too much and it took too much time to, to put him through makeup. get him in the pot. Yeah. Oh, and one thing we did forget, for those of you who have not gotten it yet, the town of Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Which Joshua needs to look in a rearview mirror of a car to see the, the side of the town to figure that out. No, Nobody noticed... Well, the father's supposed to be pretty much a dunce. Yeah. The... So he doesn't realize... Oh, we're going to swap with this family who lives in Nilbog. 
Hmm. Mailbag. <laughs> no My bug. son's been talking about goblins his whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grandpa <laughs> Seth sounds familiar. Grandpa Seth has been telling him all along that there's goblins trying to kill them and eat them, and it takes. And after he already knows this, because because Grandpa Seth came to him in the mirror at the at the place, then he sees the sign, and all of a sudden it, it all makes sense now. <laughs> like <laughs> there was no like it wasn't like thinly veiled references to goblins. Like Grandpa Seth literally tells him, "There are goblins that are trying to eat you. Do not eat the food. They will <laughs> they will change you into food, and they will eat you." Now we could get into the later on with the whole town showing up, and then Grandpa Seth setting off a Molotov cocktail, and <laughs> with using his magical ghost, Mag- magical ghost lightning. <laughs> yes, and uh, you just the rest you just gotta just watch, just, just yeah, watch. We don't, we don't want to spoil the the, the the climactic ending. But should we spoil the the sandwich? <laughs> yeah, they're, so they get trapped in the house in in one part. The family's trapped, and basically all the goblins are standing outside in human form. And they really want them to eat these sandwiches that they throw at them. Because if they don't eat them, their blood will mix with the vinegar or something? With the meat. No. And with the, blood, meat. Oh, the yeah. blood will mix with the meat, and they'll yeah. have to soak them in vinegar the whole night. So that's... <laughs> and that, it'll be a shame. Yeah, it'll be a shame. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a shame. It'll be a shame <laughs> that the goblins can't eat them immediately. <laughs> they'll have to wait a day. Yeah. So that's the whole point of the movie, for them eating and, these yeah, sandwiches. And, and the sheriff has a shotgun outside the house, and I guess they get tired of waiting for them, and and they have a séance or something to find Grandpa Seth. But so they get tired of waiting for him, and the and they all turn into goblins with their spears again. Now, what's more useful, a shotgun or a spear? Because no, he used he used all the bullets up when he was. <laughs> When he was standing there going, let's see if they're still in there. No, he says, let's show them we're still out here. He shoots off two rounds. Yeah, so he he only has two rounds. He's like, oh, I guess they're still alive. I used up my shotgun bullets for no reason. (laughs) Even though we have the house surrounded. Why won't they they show any signs of life? (laughs) What happens if they walked in there they were dead? They did like a family suicide. (laughs) Then what? They were like, I couldn't eat them. They had to, the they have to put them in. Yeah, yeah, because they need to eat the the green sandwiches. Yeah. so that they turn into vegetables. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so they're the having. Go- <laughs> but the goblins are vegetarian. How? Why are they eating people? Yeah. Why don't they just eat grass and stuff? Like, I don't because uh, Fragasso is a weird <laughs> Italian who doesn't know horror. Now, why did he even make this as a sequel? He said, "Oh, Troll One was a kind of success." I'll say this is Troll Two. But it won't be about trolls at all. You <laughs> that the guy who owned Troll won the rights to, which is like, yeah, give me, give me twenty dollars, and I'll give you the, the rights to make a sequel. There was probably like there was probably some script that got written, and like they didn't know what to call it, and they were just like, oh, well, they already have a Troll one, so let's just call it Troll two. And if that movie that movie was was semi popular, so maybe it'll draw in. I mean, that, how many times has that happened in? in, yeah. in or the movies? distributor was just yeah. hunting for any movie. Yeah. To name Troll Just 2. Just something vaguely... Re- they wanted to... Like, resembling it. You know, they wanted to um, use the uh, popularity of Troll 1 mm-hmm. and release it as soon as possible. Which, yeah. Troll 1 was not... was a pretty good horror movie. It was very different. And Elaine from Seinfeld, isn't it? Yeah, she is. And she's naked, but you can't really see her naked. She's but in the ending, she's running around naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, she is. I'm surprised Troll 2 was in the movie theater. <laughs> I don't remember it being. I, I, I can't even imagine if it would. According to 
to the Wikipedia, it was in theaters. And it was so bad that it was considered the worst movie of all time by IMDb. And it has a riff tracks. It is the worst movie ever. But now it's been superseded. Yes, there, there are some pretty bad movies out there. That by they, movies we will get to eventually. They will be on the Dodecahedron, including one with... Lisa, you're tearing me apart! <laughs> Which is a horrible, horrible movie. Uh, there's but, another movie there's a, there's a but scene but not the worst I've ever seen there's a scene from some movie that I, I've, I've watched on the internet and I don't know what movie it's from and I have to find out what it is but it looks ridiculous it's some dude like he turns this chick into a blob but like I, I can't even describe it like I th- we have to, I have to show it to you on the is internet is it Slither? I no I don't even know like he's some magician guy and she's like working for him but she like betrays him so he basically, like, he snaps his fingers and her boobs just start, like, growing, like, enormous. <laughs> and then, like, but, like, it, but it's not just her boobs. Like, her boobs start growing and then, like, her butt starts growing and then, and then she just starts turning into goo. Like, she's just, like, a pile of goo on the floor with, like, giant boobs and a giant ass and it's just, like, her face. Like, in... <laughs> and I, I have no idea what this movie is. But I have to figure it out because it's 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 ridiculous. Was this made by? That sounds like it was made by Yoshiaki Kawajiri, the <laughs> guy who made white, Ninja it's, Scroll. It's, it's it's white people. It's, it's oh, like, then, never it's, mind. It's, it's someone it, who watches way too much porn and does too much crystal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a movie where this woman turns into a giant blob and her boobs explode. How about that? Yeah, sounds great. Do it. I feel like I feel like it's probably like Warlock 27 or something like that. It's got to be something along those lines. Oh. <laughs> we must see what this movie is. Oh, so, there's so much we could talk about, or we could even try talking about the fact that they made a documentary about this. Well, the little kid made a documentary, Called and the best worst movie. Yes, and it's got saying. I'm so surprised that I saw, when I saw the trailer, they had people dressed up in the costumes. Like, where do you buy that? <laughs> got a cult following. It's supposed to be great. I haven't seen it, but I'd like to. Yes, we will. They will hit up on this and do an update and, on this. And there is a troll three, by the way. Yes. And it uses the same exact costumes of the goblin. <laughs> and the goblin has sex with a human. Yeah, and there's another goblin who falls down a well for no reason. <laughs> he just jumps off for no reason. <coughs> it's like um, that one video, the jump, uh, old video you made, the jumping, uh, what is it? <laughs> jumping disappearing guy? Jumping yes. Guy. <laughs> it's like that, it's like... <laughs> if you notice that in commercials a lot, they're using the disappearing a lot. Yeah, we we, we originated that. I know, like fifteen years ago. <laughs> now have... it's all over. All these filmmakers <laughs> are just using the disappearing trick. It's Ooh. so simple. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you have that? On, do you have it up on? Uh... Jumpy disappearing again? Yeah. Do you have that up on no, YouTube? I've taken a lot of my movies down, but I have a few music videos, but. No, yeah, I saw. <laughs> I'm gonna find all the old ones and make a DVD of it, and uh, you should sell it for like three bucks on my website. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put it as a, a uh, put one of them as like a bonus feature on the Kung Fu and Titties DVD. <laughs> uh, we should get into well, wait, what am I saying? The soundtrack was garbage. It was literally the same track over and over again. Like, yeah. doo, doo, doo. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. It's like cat- yeah, '80s. <laughs> movie music. The guy probably was on set at all times, like, saying, instead of, you know, having, like, the soundtrack just have, okay, catch you guy, play! <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut to the music. It's all right. 
save us time in editing. <laughs> <laughs> and later on, there's scenes when you just hear the music and the person's like, the, la- the lips are moving and there's no sound. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I recommend Troll 2. Yes, we should get into that. So, for that in mind, we should get into just our ratings. Now, for those of you who don't know or are listening for the first time, we have a five-point rating system. We don't use numbers, we don't use stars, we have phrases. Now, our alert... Our lowest rating is going to be Protest Society Local Red Box, so no one will write this reprehensible piece of shit. Now, this movie is bad, but this kind of does that whole s- circumference thing where it goes all the way from bad to being good again. So, it's a little better than this. Next one, our second lowest rating is Have It in the Background While You're Watching Porn. Now, eh, this is actually what I'm going to give it, just because I've seen, you know, you can... Not just watching porn, but watching anything. You just have it in the background. You can just kind of look at it, funny scene, go away, do whatever, go back, and you'll still be a funny scene in it. Next one is our middle of the ground, which is worth watching on TV, DVD, or in theaters once. That's where I would say my my, uh, rating is. This is a movie that I feel everyone has to see at least once in their lifetime. You don't have to see it more than that, but... You can make all kinds of drinking games and, and and fun stuff out of it. It's so bad, it's funny. It's actually entertaining. It will tire you out, though. Like a great drinking game would be have a sip of beer every time you see <laughs> Somebody, crazy eyes. Yeah, every time you see crazy yep. eyes. <laughs> I would give it the second rating have it in the background. Because this is my first time seeing it. I thought it was freaking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Our, our fourth rating is Borrow from a Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered. The meat product of your choice. <laughs> um, you could borrow it, but I, I don't think you want to hold on to it. I think <laughs> if you watch it once or twice, you're you're good. <laughs> what would you? I, I'd give it the the middle ground. I would say to yeah. see it once because, especially for like anyone who's into film or a film critic or student or blogger, like you got to see it. And for people who want to like good movies, watch this to appreciate a good movie because you'll see. How bad a movie can be. <laughs> Very true. Oh, something we completely forgot, which I probably... Nah, fuck it, I'm not going to edit it in. I'm just going to leave this in just like the movie is. But one thing we will, we'll spoil the ending of the movie. Because there's a weird point <laughs> in this. Now, there's a whole climax, which we're not going to get into, because that you just have to see just for its ridiculousness. But ending of the movie, Joshua and the family get home safe. And like with most old 80s horror movies, there's a twist ending where the family doesn't get away, kind of. Someone dies. And the last scene is... The trolls eating one of his family members. We're not going to say who or why. <laughs> but they look at him and say, Do you want them, Joshua? <laughs> Which, they couldn't really talk throughout the rest of the movie, so all of a sudden they just decided they were able to talk. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I bring this up now is the question is, <coughs> what do you think he meant by that? Do you mean he meant, do we want a piece of, do, would you want to have a piece of Joshua? Like, is he talking to one of the other trolls? Or is he saying, hey, have some of family member X? I think they want Joshua to be a goblin. I think they were just mocking him. Yeah. Like, you want some? Huh? Check this out. <laughs> yeah. You thought you killed us. Nope. Yeah. We're <laughs> eating your family. <laughs> well, this is the thing. They're just eating one person. Like, uh, how many people escape? There's five people that escape, right? So, where does the other three people end up going? It's just... It's just Joshua and this other person in the house. Where do the other people go? They just left. They were like, alright, peace out. Probably having an orgy at a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> they went to Chick-fil-A. Starving. <laughs> I just think that's 
Maybe like they just want to bug him <laughs> because they've been there all along and they just want to be like, ha ha. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna because they gave them their keys in the beginning of the movie. They mm-hmm. gave them their house keys. Yeah. So they had a few goblins stashed away at home, <laughs> just waiting, that's making prob- them fake apples. That's probably why they picked him because, uh, you know, the grandfather told the story to him, and then they're. That's probably why they picked just him because tormented him the whole time. So it's kind of cruel. But that means like he's <laughs> crazy. Like he's imagining the goblins. Like you just see the the. Alternate version. He actually killed this person. You see, with like a uh, like with a fork and knife over this person's body. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Joshua, what are you doing? <laughs> it was the goblin. <laughs> Blood on his mouth. <laughs> fork in his hand. And he tries to shove a kitty cat into the into an ATM. Oh wait, that's American Psycho. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Feed me a kitty cat. Oh, that's a. We're gonna get into Brent L. Easton Ellis eventually with his two <laughs> movies which are sequels actually because most people don't realize Rules of Attractions is a sequel yep. prequel. and there's actually there's actually a couple other movies that he they're all they're all about the same yeah family, family of people yeah pretty cool now hmm said the links we promoted the stuff uh you want to shout out your what your um your where they can contact you for information about Kung Fu yeah, sure. Uh, like I said, I don't have a website set up just yet. We're still in the beginning stages, and it is a low-budget production. But you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just type in Kung Fu and Titties. There's a picture of a very attractive young lady giving the giving a salute sign. She's wearing camo fatigues. You really can't miss it. You can also go to my website, numsfilmsonline.com, if you want to email me. Um, Soon I will have a, a, an official Kung Fu and Titties website and email address, but that's it for now. Mm, and please put up those old videos because they were spectacular. Well I will, done. I will get them up in time after the holidays. Uh, yes, the holidays, which are coming up soon. And well, we should get get that. But you know what? We'll get into the part most of you've been all waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only. Dodecahedron of Yes, friends, a dodecahedron on movies. Now, what is a dodecahedron? It's a 12-sided object, specifically a dice. Now, what I've done is I've assigned nine movies to this 12-sided object, and we'll decide what movie we're going to view that way. Okay, no one asks about... <laughs> Who gets to roll it? It's up... Well, it's up to... I think you should. Yes. You're the special guest. Yes, yeah, right. roll it, I think. Where, is it on the floor? Uh, here. I actually, actually, we have a cup. We had a cup, but, like, Yahtzee style, but just roll it on the desk. Let's see now. Number six, which is... Oh, damn. Greatest movie... Well, one of the greatest movies ever, and actually I reviewed the manga for the adaptation of this. Well, actually, this adaptation of a manga way back in October of last year. Yes, it is the violence hero himself, Rikio. One of the most insane movies of all time. Yes, so next time we will talk about that. I guess that's it. Remember, you can check us out at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com or our respective emails. Call us at 206-350-8462. And, oh. all right, so instead of our usual, well, first off, let's say our typical goodbyes. This is Timbo. This is Belchan. This is your host, Zan. And usually we say just our quotes, but instead of that, we're going to have our guest host, Odie, say every quote from this movie that he wants within a minute starting right about now Nilbog it's goblins spelled backwards this is their kingdom why aren't they showing any signs of life
He was one of us. And you killed him. Now it's your turn. If my dad were here, he'd cut off your little tiny nuts and eat them. Ah, uh, brilliant. So, catch you guys next time. We are gone, Phil. See you later. The Goblin. Seth is telling you. Are you nuts? He's trying to turn me into a homo?